all the ways to use legal music in podcasts, upgrading to Spreaker's new embeddable web player. Well, welcome to the Spreaker Live Show. This is episode 85 on October 12th, 2016. And my name is Rob Greenley, and I'm the head of content at Spreaker. And Adore FM, thank you for downloading us and just clicking play to hear us today. Going to start using in the uh, show here, Spreaker's episode chapters feature in the show. And uh, we're, we're also, as you can tell in, in the intro music, I was uh, playing around a little bit with that. And that's going to be a topic of the show this week as well. And our main topic of the week is all the ways to use legal music in your podcast. So Spreaker has terrific uh, subscription service, and we're going to dive into that. And our tip of the week is upgrading to Spreaker's new embeddable web audio player. And with me is Alex Exum, who's the host of the Exum Experience Show on Spreaker. Welcome, Alex, again. Hey, Rob. How you doing, buddy? Good. We stream this live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from SpreakerLiveShow.com. And this show can be heard in Spreaker Live Show's own apps in iOS and Android, Spreaker Podcast Radio apps for Android and iOS. Those are different apps. Uh, one is has uh, 100,000 other shows in it, and the other one, the Spreaker Live Show app, which is a custom app that Spreaker makes, uh, only has this show. But the show can also be heard in uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Radio Line, hopefully uh, even more in the future. So please leave a review and give us your feedback. I can be reached at rob at Spreaker.com and also on Twitter. Alex, how can Alyssa reach you? You can reach me at Alex Exum, and I'm at Alex Exum on Twitter, or my email is alex at alexexum.com. Feel free to email me or tweet me. Awesome. And Spreaker also has a Twitter account, at Spreaker, and we have a website. It's Spreaker.com if you are not as familiar with Spreaker, but checking out the podcast here, I appreciate it. And we also have a blog at blog.spreaker.com. We're going to do, do something a little new this week. I'm, I'm going to play a little audio segment at the beginning of our transition into our tips of the week. So this is just an example of what you can do in your own podcast. So I'm going to play that now. This is the Spreaker News Tip of the Week at blog.spreaker.com. So Spreaker supports audio chapters in the Spreaker platform. So I don't know if many podcasters knew that uh, we actually supported chapters in the software, but it's, it's definitely in there and you can use it. I don't know. So Alex, have you played around with that? Well, yeah, I think a lot of people knew about the feature, but didn't know that you could actually utilize it yourself. And what, what I mean by that, there was a time when I myself was doing a DJ talk and music and the whole shebang. This is the very early days. And when I first started uploading stuff, it would, you know, put the chapter titles in. So when you had a break between songs, right, different segments. But when uploading a strict talk show, which my show is now, Strictly Talk, I'm not getting the same chapter breaks, obviously. And I always was saying, oh, man, I wish they had this feature. There's some other platforms that do it. I think Mixcloud would be one of them. What I'm getting at is I thought it was something that was only done automatically on the Spreaker side. Mm -hmm. So today I find out from <laughs> my leader here, Rob, you're the one who actually, you know, I told you I didn't know it until I saw the show notes. That's part of the new functionality. We'll talk about the new um the CMS thing. But what I'm getting at is this is huge. This is a big deal because now you can go in and if I'm talking about, if I'm doing, let's say a political show, I can talk about, you know, maybe I'm talking about Donald Trump in the beginning. You hate Trump. You want to hear what I say about Hillary in the middle. So you can say, you know, monologue on Hillary, monologue on Trump, whatever. 
you know, it's just so much easier to navigate. And I think that will help people to get to the content that they want. Not that, you know, you want them to scroll through the entire show and miss some of the good parts, but let's face it. I mean, some people have hour long shows, hour long interviews, and if they're going for a specific, specific information, they don't want to have to sit through a half hour, an hour. I think it's great. I don't think, I just, I don't see how it can hurt Rob. And the capability also allows you to upload kind of graphics um, so you can upload a segment uh, piece of artwork that would write along with that you could probably even make almost like a visual slideshow of your show as well so you can add add some visual elements if you're talking about a particular piece of software you're talking about a particular thing that maybe there's a visual element you can uh, you can add that as well and it's fantastic and if people don't know i'm sure we're going to get into that but there's a specific way that you have to navigate through spreaker to get to that functionality it's not on your main show page if you go to edit the show type thing yeah it's in our new beta cms system that that's currently um, live up there with a lot of our users right now plus uh, you can also embed a a link that can go to a a reference that's in in that particular segment so if you're talking about a particular article or website or something like that you can actually link to it as well so and uh, i thought you know just you know me i'm always trying to hack the system i thought it would be great if you have a sponsor like for my show stash yeah, and I say, hey, I'm going to talk about Stash, give you a little blah, 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 and then boom, you can go to the link and get the promo code and download it and yep. get your free, you know, deal. Exactly. So it could I, be a sponsor. Like, it could be a sponsor image as well. Yeah. yeah. Sure. A sponsor image, sponsor link. And I just was thinking as you said that, what would be great if you have a lot, there's a lot of heavy interview podcasts. So you could have the avatar of the person who's speaking, you know what I mean? So if mm-hmm. they want to go to a particular interview, if you have two interviews in an hour long show type thing, I just love it. But I, I, again, we should probably reiterate, Rob, because I know everybody's probably going right now to their Spreaker account <laughs> and trying to figure it out. You, it's, it's in beta, as you said, because yep. I had to – I guess I was – invited by Spreaker support because I'm hammering them all the time. And I actually talked to them about something in the embed features, which I'll talk about in a moment. But he said, listen, we've opened up the beta for you. Try it. So the next time I logged into Spreaker at the top of the page, people are probably familiar with uh, connect your Facebook account or syndication type Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Same type of alert. And you click on that. Then you get over to the CMS, which has got all these other options. So if everyone might just go there and try to start adding chapters and you can't. You have to have the beta mm-hmm. version, and I'm sure that's open to. One of the reasons that it's in beta right now is that it, we're we're adding capabilities to it. We're basically transferring over, you know, along a development timeline, all of the the new functions and features, as well as making sure that we transfer over um, all of the existing core functions. Um, into the CMS system. It doesn't have everything in it yet. So that's a little bit of the reason why it's in a beta. We just didn't want to throw this new tool out, uh, half-baked and half-ready to be used for all aspects of what the Spreaker platform is. So we wanted to make sure that the people that were using it knew that it was kind of like a new direction for the company. We're ultimately going to have um, all the current features that are on Spreaker today live to all of our users available in the CMS and more. Chapters is another one of those and more things. Mm-hmm, um, that mm-hmm. that we're adding, but there's going to be monetization tools. There's going to be other things that are coming into that CMS system. And CMS re- refers to a content management system, if you don't know what that acronym means. But it's really just more of a transition experience because we don't want to scare the, nor confuse our core users that are used to the tools the way they are today. 
Um, so, so you kind of have to help people transition for that because there's going to be a lot of support questions as we yep. move into this new CMS system. And if we can kind of phase people into it, it's just a little easier on everybody. Um, I like the new direction. Yeah. The interface is really snappy. It's easy to navigate, and it's not too far off from the traditional Spreaker site, which I'm sure people are yeah. familiar with. I, so, I love it. This has been a kind of a goal since I arrived at Spreaker was to consolidate all of the user features and gave the team a lot of feedback. And the team should be given all the credit for this as well, because they're, they're the ones that have worked through all the issues and talked about it on the back end of this to consolidate all of the user functions that exist in the Spreaker platform, which have been developed at different time periods and in different places. So things were scattered around a little bit in the existing user experience. And so what we're trying to do is consolidate them into one area where you can do everything right there. That can also be a little confusing too, because there's some referential aspects of the old user experience that were specific to locations in the platform, uh, where this one is going to be not specific to locations, but um, kind of like a global thing, which kind of takes a different mindset to be able to navigate. So there's going to be a lot of education that's going to go along with this of our users about uh, what's in there, how it works, what's the what are the changes, and how how is it going to impact you as a Spreaker user. So um, it's going to take us many, many months to make this transition um, happen. But uh, And before anybody hammers me personally yeah. uh, with questions, I just got it today. So you might want to direct those at Rob first. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only had a couple hours to play with it. So. Yeah, exactly. So the other big news of the week, uh, we upgraded our Spreaker new embeddable web audio player, which uh, is the little player that you see on people's websites that will play your, your show, your live show, or your uh, your individual episodes. So you can share that with your community and they can put it on their website or other people's website or whatever. It's a social thing. But most people use it player embed on their own show website. So if they're like doing a WordPress site or they're hosting their, their own website in support of their show, they can just use this player embed. Well, the new player will give you access to all of your episodes in a list visually below a very visual uh, player that that allows you to upload an image in the background of the uh, player as well, as well. So you can size it square, rectangular, vertical, all sorts of ways, but but it just gives you a lot more flexibility in uh, in the the look and the feel of it, um, which is really powerful. I think a lot of our users have wanted this change for a long time. So Alex, looks you, great. Yeah, yeah have you had a chance great. to play with it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, I did, and I actually that, I'll bring that up. I opened a support ticket. And that's what I was mentioning earlier. But for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, you can go to obviously you know. Um, any, I, I think. And, well, where would you go? I guess you could go to alexxm.com, see the embed or Rob's site, wherever, and you'll see the new embed. But it's great because it has that big graphic on the top that I like. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it, you can do the um, the rest of your episodes below it. And also you can do a dark color or a light color, which yep. will match your site better, which yep. I really like as well. It, it just it looks better. It looks um, slicker. Is slick the best way to say it? Maybe. It just – it looks like it's more polished. That's the way to put it. Yeah, I think it's more to the level of the, the, the most attractive web players that are on, in the market today. I think yeah. it's very, very competitive with the most popular web players out there from competitors and those kind of things. I think it brings us up to kind of being at the same level as, as the best players on the web today. So – that's the first thing I thought. I thought it looked more modern. And not that the 
I, maybe because I've, I was so used to seeing the that, that kind of uh, dark brown and mm-hmm. black uh, embed, I was always frustrated sometimes when posting it to a blog or something or in my Tumblr. And, you know, the, the color just didn't really mesh with the rest of it. So I was really excited about that. The one thing I did want to mention, Rob, was that issue that I was talking about where I emailed support. And this isn't for people who are using the new beta because they fixed it. And that's why I found out about it. He said, well, we've kind of resolved that in, beta, in the beta uh, CMS. So here, here's a link. We've opened it up to you. But if you're still using your regular Spreaker account, here's what happens with your image. And I found this out uh, just by playing with it. When you put the, first of all, you upload your show, you start putting in your notes and your keywords and everything like that, right? You know that moment, Rob, in between you putting all that information in and the show uploads, depending on how long it is, right? Mm -hmm. And your bandwidth, it'll upload. And then you go to change the image on that particular show, right? So by the time everything's processed, Spreaker has already pulled and it's not even your show image. It's your avatar for your account image and we'll take that image and use it as that episode's uh, image. Well, what happened to me, because I use Tumblr, people use SoundCloud, whatever. But for me, I use Tumblr as my website and my Tumblr and everything and it pushes it out automatically through the syndication function. But the problem was I would update the image on Spreaker and everything, then go out to my website and said, wait a second, it's showing a default avatar of my user account, not the one I uploaded. So in other words, you'd have to go back, even though it's, you know, all synced up, go back to your Tumblr or your uh, blog, potentially whatever, and re-embed it if you want that image to show up, unless you're using the new CMS where they figured it out. Yeah. So we've, the default image was the user um, image and we've, we've updated that to be um, the show image, which I think is, is the right Right choice. Because, I mean, a lot of people just put up their, like, their own personal picture or something like that. Right. But other other folks will use that, that, that user profile account to be like a network. So if they're creating a, um, multiple shows in their speaker account, they can create, like, their own little mini network. So, um, you know, yes. it still has the flexibility of using that, that, that user profile art as well. So you kind of have people use the speaker account's differently. Um, some people use it as a network type of thing at the user profile level. And then other people will just use their own, like their personal name or something like that. Well, uh, yeah, if you're like yeah. me or, um, you know, you have multiple shows like a lot of Spreaker users do. Yep. Yeah. You want to be able to change that. And it's not a big deal. I mean, you just, you can go in and just re-embed it wherever it was sent. But if you're relying on that syndication function to push it out to all your other social yeah. media and other platforms, you got to, you got to be aware of that. And so it's a, yeah. it, it looks like they've already fixed it. So in other words, yeah. I emailed Spreaker support and he came back to me and said, yeah, we already know. And I was like, okay, you know what? Hey, you guys are way ahead of me. So that was, uh, a good we move. keep our ear to the ground of what our users are asking for and what they're frankly complaining about. So we can fix those things. So we don't have the customer support issues. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are good. I'm telling you Spreaker support. I tip my hat to them every time. They're really great that they respond quickly. And I've never really, I've never had them say, Oh, that's, you know, we're not looking at it. We're, we don't care type thing. And yeah. I don't think they would do Tough. that for a customer service Tough, perspective. Right? Yeah, t- yeah. Yeah. TS. <laughs> no, but every single time they said, you know, we're working around that. Here's a beta. I've gotten beta. Uh, I got the beta version of Spreaker Studio before you and I were doing this show. That's how I started doing that. The other Spreaker show I was doing. It, it, they're very responsive. And like you said, they listen to us. I, well, I would say us, me, the user. The actual embedded web player, if you wanted to upload a custom piece of art, because that's another thing with the uh, 
uh, with the web player, it defaults to using banner. It's the account. banner image that you would have above your show. It is? Yeah. I thought it was pulling from the account avatar. The the large background image on the back of in the background of the new web player, that actually I believe the default pulls from your um, your banner image on your show page, not your I mean, uh- so, Maybe they changed it because mine didn't. Mine went straight because I have two separate ones. They look very similar, but they're different. Okay. Do you have a banner image uh, on, yes. on your show page as well? Okay. Yeah. Mine pulled my banner image in my web player. So anyway, do you have, so there's do you have a little multiple bit. shows? Uh, yes. Oh, that's weird. I don't, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they fixed it since I did it. Uh, yeah, probably. So yeah, I can look into that as well. But uh, but it worked great for me. I was I was happy to see that that it was pulling that because that image is, is wide, right? So yes. it'll support that, that web embed player being wide as well as um, thin. So, But if you were using, I believe, the square image, you could have kind of an odd... Pixelation and everything. Well, not so much that as much as that it's square versus a rectangular image. Uh, right. Which could crop it, could cut it at, you know in weird places. So anyway, I think we spent a lot of time on that. Uh, yeah. All in all, but, it's great. I encourage people to go check it out. Yeah. But the, event. yeah, if you wanted to read more about our new embeddable web player, just go to the speaker blog. Uh, and I have a link to that in, in the show notes as well as, and, and I think I'm going to have it in the chapters too. Yeah. That was a great post. So it'll kind of show some screenshots and it'll show, I think there's some animated gifs in there that can kind of show you where it's at and how it works and things like that. Um, so it's definitely a big improvement for the speaker platform. There, there's no question. And we're really, really proud of it to be rolling it out to the community. So, so anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. Well, let's dive into our main topic this week. All the ways to use legal music in your podcast. So as you can hear, I'm playing around with doing segment audio and and doing d- different kind of lead-in audio. And I'm sure it's been a little bit of a, a jarring experience for you on this week's episode because it's not what you're used to hearing if you're a regular listener of the show. But it does kind of add a, a little bit of a different feel to, to the show. But I think in some ways, you know, I'm still trying to work out kind of how to how – to, do it actually in in the show and have it make it make sense. So I'm adding elements that maybe um, maybe realistically should play around with for for a week or two before you put it into the show. I just put them into the show. So, but uh, Alex, so far, what do you think? Uh, the music, I like it. I, I think you know, Epidemic Music's got a lot of good stuff. I went through and I don't have a subscription, but you can listen to all the samples and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got not just intro. I know you're playing some, you know, kind of like. Uh, bumper music and and just to break up the segments but they've got everything i mean like it's i thought it was going to be just a lot of music beds until i really started looking around because that's what i started playing with at first but there's just tons and tons of content on there well and it's Uh, also you know a lot of the music in there is is almost like um theatrical music yeah too like for movies yeah, yeah 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 now i was really impressed as i'm playing around in there um the focus that I've been kind of shooting for with the show is that there's kind of three areas that you can play around with music in your show. Now, granted, these are just three areas that um, that I'm thinking of. I'm sure that there's other ways and other things that can be done. Let your creativity run wild here, definitely. 
But, um, you know, like you heard at the beginning of the show, there you can have some music uh, as part of a fade-in into the intro, and you can do a lot of different creative things with intros. Uh, but it does kind of require you to get into a wave editor and and do some adjusting to volume levels and fading down and, and doing some creative things in there. I did a uh, about a 10-second intro. It, it was pretty quick, but I tried to play around with, uh, a, as you heard, kind of like a, a music bed that was underneath the, the very beginning, I mean, like the very first second of the program, and then it, it ramped up uh, after that. That'll play for just a few seconds, and then it dropped down again, and that's when I started talking again. So you can, can I just say one yeah. thing about that, Rob? I'm sure. so glad that you do that because this just happened to me uh, this week. Listening to a new podcast, should I say who it is? You can go listen to it. It's Wix is a uh, blog design, yeah. uh, website design, right? So they, they have a new podcast they launched, yep. right? So I'm they like, do. oh, great. Okay. I'll, okay. So I listen to it. I just – this happens from time to time. I'm sure it's happened to other people. For whatever reason, I hated the intro music. I don't know why. Like yeah. it just, it was like nails across a chalkboard and it went on and on and on. It went like two minutes in to the show. And I think they were even maybe using auto ducking, like, you know, to fade yeah. it in and fade out. And it just drove me nuts. And it's a great podcast. They're knowledgeable and they're quick and good information, but it was like nails on a chalkboard. So all I'm saying is. I think you're doing the right thing with, you know, asking other people's opinions about the music. You know, some of the people who are listening and stuff. Make sure you kind of test the music out with other yeah. people because sometimes people will pick something that they think is great and they love it. But it's, it's not appropriate for the show. It doesn't really yeah. fit. It's too it's too, uh, you know, they might be talking about yoga and they're, they've got like dubstep in and you're like, what? It doesn't fit. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think other people's opinions are good and keep it short for the love of Pete. If I hear Another intro that's like three minutes long. I'm going to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> Alex, tell us what you really think. Well, yeah, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not cutting. I'm not like trying to rip on Wix. It's just that they, <laughs> I just that was the example that hit me the other day. I was like, why is this intro going on forever? It's half the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like you know you're just sitting there kind of twiddling your thumbs. I mean, it it sounds nice and everything, but uh, you know I think a lot lot of shows. You're right. They, the just goes on better. too yeah. too long. I mean, I think yeah. the the total length of the intro that I had was about a, a minute, 27 seconds, but most of it was very, very faded down um, background. So it well, was, I mean, that's, and that to yeah. me is okay. What I can't stand is like if they're talking over the music and they're using auto ducking or whatever, and it's a distraction. Like I'm yeah. trying to hear what they're going to get at, but it's like the music is like, and I'm just like, go away. Yeah, yeah it needs to be, it, I mean, if you're going to play it while you're talking, it needs to be pretty low volume. I mean, like I can play that segment again that I played at the beginning of the show, and you can kind of hear that, that particular transition that I'm talking about. So at the beginning, it kind of starts out kind of low, and then I just do my my lead-in topics, right? And it ramps up, and then it'll immediately drop down, and that that's when you come in and say, "Well, welcome to the show. We're here to talk about da 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 and whatever," and that's and that just plays that plays out for a little bit over a minute. And then eventually it just disappears. Now I know, and that's fine. Yeah. If if I'm, if your voice is the primary audio that I'm getting within the first thirty seconds, I'm good. Yeah. But it's when we get into you know a minute and a half, two minutes, and I'm trying to like hear you through the music. It drives me nuts. Nuts. Yeah, exactly. So this isn't too disruptive in the background, and and you can certainly use a lot of different kinds of music in this type of bed type of playing type situation. But you have to be careful of the the highs and the lows. 
because if the music has a real high peak to it and it, and it conflicts with your voice, uh, it can make it confusing to the listener's ears. So you kind of have to be be a little sensitive to that and maybe ramp it down further than maybe your gut would be because sometimes these things play louder than you realize. I mean, as you can hear, even in this one, it's a pretty intense piece of music. It's some serious rock and roll here, but it, it, it can be disruptive. So, And then the other segment that I played played before too, and, and I do have a new exit that I'm going to play too as an example at the end of the show, but I had kind of two durations. So I had one segment that was only five seconds. So you recall it. So and then it just fades out quick, and then you just start talking, and it may be unnecessary, and it may be disruptive. I I, I think that you've got to just decide whether or not you even want to have a segment music track. Other people will use like maybe a tone or something like that that can just kind of, from a hearing perspective, it just kind of breaks the the flow somewhat and kind of tells the listener, okay, this is kind of something new, right? Um, yeah, and I, I think that's yeah. in the tradition of radio. I think it works if it's not overdone, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. The other one that I made was a little bit longer. It was 15 seconds, but it still fades fades down. So it kind of builds up. And this one may be a little too long. Um, but, but it's just up to you. And you heard it kind of fade out at the end. It's probably not that great of an audio clip for that purpose. I think it needs to be a little bit more energized. Um, I know, Alex, what's your thought on that? Yeah, well, let me ask you quickly because I had this question. Are you actually fading it yourself within the mixer or no, are you, actually, you faded it, pre-faded it? With pre, yeah, yeah. I, I pre-faded it in um, a wave editor. So actually I faded down and then I took a certain segment of the, of the waveform and just drop the volume, and then I imported it in here. Now you can use the the auto ducking feature in the speaker software, uh, which will kind of do it for you. So you can just put in a music track in here, and then just make sure that the auto ducking feature is turned on, and it will automatically drop the volume. And then it will, once you stop talking, it'll it'll rise up again, and then you start talking again, it'll drop again. So it, there is a little bit of a way, and I, I was going to play around with that next week on the show just so you could kind of hear how that might flow as well. And it's a little easier maybe than... It is, I was going to say, it's easier, right? Because yeah. you already got it pre-done. I, I like using, people are probably using Spreaker Studio if they don't have an external mixer. I like using it, but sometimes when you are, especially if you have a guest or you're doing something remote like this, you're doing too many things at once, right? You're reading the show notes, you got to use the fader, and sometimes you won't hit it right. And it's tough to correct that. Yep. Um, yeah, and I had that even at the beginning of this show. There was a little bit of a overlap where I had three main topics, and I made that audio clip a little, I think, a little too short for three topics. And I started talking right when the music was going up. And you want to finish talking just as the music is kind of ramping up. So there was a little bit of overlap there. And, and certainly what you're talking about here, Alex, is perfect because that would work with the auto ducking feature. So it would be easier. So that may be an easier solution. Uh, is just leave the music the way it is, and then you know, and then just do do the auto ducking um, is one option. It might be easier, you know, yeah. especially if you're a one man band like you are over there. You got all this going, you know. You're trying to do everything at yeah. once. You're playing music. You're you know. In the show notes here, or in the kind of outline that we have, I did put in there that um, each of the audio clips has like a 10 second kind of lead in. So I could kind of keep an eye on the countdown clock in the software that would count down 
to 10 seconds. And then I knew that was at the point when the music was going to go whoop, way up in volume. So, right. I, so I had to get through what I had to say in that 10 seconds. Also, I was going to be talking o- over the top of really loud music and that wouldn't be a good experience. So, Well, that, and I guess that would be the argument, right, for doing it live and not having it canned because you can fade it down if you go long whenever you want. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it definitely is a much, much better way of doing it. And I think that that's the power of the auto ducking capability right there. Um, and it works well. I got to say, because I've used auto ducking and other software mainly. What do I use it in? I think, not, is it Mix? Mix has it and Virtual DJ and some other. But it's really, Spreaker's is good. I got to say. I mean, it, the, the, audio, the auto ducking, you can set yourself, right? The sensitivity, but it actually works. It's like auto ducking that works well. Yeah. Some of the others are not. They, they just come in too harsh or too, they're hard to adjust, but Spreaker is good. So as far as getting music for your podcast, uh, Spreaker, like, like I think we've mentioned a couple times in the last few episodes, uh, does have a, a license that's available to get access to the Epidemic Sound um, library that is mm-hmm. what I'm using for all these music tracks. Uh, and it's $75 a year through through the Spreaker website, and you don't have to be – a Spreaker publisher to get access to this. You can do it um, if you're using some other hosting platform. You can certainly still get access to the music and and do it. We'd love it for you to be a Spreaker podcaster, but uh, but that's available off of our store. So if you just go in and and check it out, and you can sign up for that. And as long as you keep your your license uh, paid up, you will get access and be be able to create um, you know all these episodes that you're doing with. Uh, constant flow of music that you can use in your show and at some point if you decide not to pay for that subscription it doesn't void your subscription that you had for the episodes that you created you just can't create any new ones so that's how that license works which is pretty flexible i mean that's yeah you know what I mean? I mean, I, one thing I think people would worry about is, uh oh, I got to keep paying $75 a year or all my other shows become copyright infringement type thing. So it's good to know that. It's, it's not going to be an issue because it's you're still covered with all your archives. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, no, yeah, no, yeah. they say that in their agreement. So yeah. that's that's what I think will yeah. alleviate any questions. Yeah, exactly. So. So any other thoughts, Alex, that you have on uh, music in your podcast? I know, you know, some shows will play it during the whole episode. Uh, I've heard s- some shows that will play play music for three hours in the background. <laughs> I, I think it's horrible. I think it's a horrible idea. And that's just my personal, the, the personal opinion of this man. And that's my listening preference. Some people may like it. But I, I think when it comes to using audio, it, now, if... How should I put this? If you're like a music, you know, criticism show or something like that, you're talking about audio. I get it. You got to play a lot. But if you're a talk show or just a a podcast, you're talking about craft beer, whatever, you know, less is more. And I always think that people overdo the audio. They think that they need to add. They think that people are going to get bored or something if it's just their voice talking or their guests talking for too long. And I think strategically, if you do it to break up segments, great. I use intro music and outro music on almost all my shows. Recently, I've been really cutting back on the intro, but I always use outro music because I think it it wraps it up nicely. Mm -hmm. I've done it without using outro music, and it just seems like you just kind of stop talking even if you say, okay, next week or whatever. So the outro music helps. I think it makes it sound – any kind of audio that sounds professional makes you sound more polished and like a bigger show than it is. But be careful. Use it sparingly. Um, I, 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 I definitely would – I wouldn't want to hear it 
during this entire show. So you and I are talking, and right now we have something in the background. Do, da, de, da, da, do, do. I, I wouldn't like it. That's just my personal opinion. It's totally a, a personal preference type of situation. Um, you know, I know that some shows will be a little more simplistic on how they handle music in their shows too. If you're, and I think if you think about what kind of show that you do, if it's kind of like a drama program or if it's, it's kind of a storytelling, maybe your music at the beginning needs to be a simple, just kind of a, a mood um, intro. And then, then the host just starts talking and doing, doing their storytelling or whatever. I know a lot of the, the national public radio programs uh, will use music in a, in a very supportive way, but they don't use a lot of it. But no, that's a great point. Like Serial. Serial yeah. uses a lot of music, especially for a lot of those little transitions, but they're quick. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. they're not yet. And it needs to add something to the, the, the emotion or the feeling of the program, just like what a movie does or a TV show. I mean, if you really, sometime when you watch a television show or a movie, just close your eyes for a while. Uh, listen to the music that's playing because sometimes I, I think when you watch a TV show or watch a movie, you don't really realize the music and its impact on your experience. And I think that that is an important kind of lesson to to learn even about podcasting is that depending on the kind of program that you're doing, the music can really be truly a, another significant piece of the story if it's used craftfully and sparingly and in very strategic ways. And uh, and sound effects as well, right? Yes. Because I've heard people use sound effects uh, very effectively. I, you know, a lot of the sound effects I do, I just naturally do myself. And I, I've listened to my, you know, sound checked my own shows. And I said, oh, man, that would have been great if I would have put in like a door slam there or, or you know, uh, you know, a knocking there or something. You know what I mean? There's always certain things I go, oh, that might have been cool if I would have dropped that in there just to kind of enhance the story. And I always think about that when I'm telling a story, right? It's like, well, this happened to me the other day. That's when I would use it. I wouldn't use it if I'm talking about a news article. Oh, you know, a, a, a police officer just shot and killed someone here. I don't want to put gunshots in the background. You know I mean? Yeah. So, so anyway. yeah. So Alex, I started to play a little bit of a music bed be behind you and it's running for about 57 seconds. And it's, it's just really kind of mild in the background okay. um, as we kind of, kind of wrap the show up this week. Um, but it's, it's kind of interesting to, to have that um, playing in the background. So, so anyway, uh, it's just another example of what you can do with the uh, w- with the show. I want to thank you, Alex, for joining me on the show this week. My and, pleasure as always. And coming in and talking about these the big news at Spreaker around uh, our web audio players. So thank Keep you so up much. Keep the good work, Spreaker. Yeah, Keep and up thank the good you work. so much for listening to the show this week. Come back and listen next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. 